Welcome to Roscoe Squeeze Off, the podcast. It's your boy Roscoe Squeeze Off, uh, world's foremost authority on all things that matter. Just a dude talking about sports, usually riding around town. Now, I am the same Roscoe Squeeze Off from Show On The Go, the podcast. Now, today my topic to you is going to be about players who could have been the GOAT in basketball who could have been the greatest of all time but their career was cut short by either injury death disease what have you um now I put this out there on one of my many basketball groups that I'm in and I got a lot of responses so got a lot of input from others and I wanted to call out some of the names they thought so as you would expect, I'm seeing Lynn Bias, which is the first name I thought of. Now, for you youngsters, Lynn Bias played in ACC at Maryland University. He played against Michael Jordan. He was a year or two behind Mike, and they used to go at it. I mean, Mike was at North Carolina. He was at, Lynn Bias was at Maryland. Lynn Bias was uh, two inches taller. Mike six six. I think he was 6'8". He was a few pounds heavier. Mike would have been like 200. He might have been like 215, 220 area. Solid muscle. Jumped through the roof. He probably had a 45-inch vertical or more. He had a great jump, but he he rose so high. Um, He was the number two pick in the draft by the Boston Celtics, which at the time had a team full of Hall of Famers. They had Kevin McHale. They had the Chief Robert Parrish. They still had, had Larry Bird. They also had um, Bill Walton. And the only thing that went wrong is supposedly that was the first time after he got drafted that night when he celebrated was the first time he ever tried cocaine and he went into cardiac arrest and he died. So we never got a chance to see what he, be, he would become. Now, I just saw a great argument on here that said, that the, this guy said he couldn't pick Len Bias because he never got a chance to play in the league. So we didn't get to see exactly what he could do in the NBA, which is true. It's fact. There's been a lot of great players. Christian Layton, Ed O'Bannon. Um, what's the guy from Kansas? Uh, oh, my goodness. Mine's blanking right now. Danny Manning. And these guys all had amazing college careers that did not pan out in the pros to be great pro players so that is very true but just on speculation alone it looked like this guy was going to be the truth in Len Bias next names pop up is always Grant Hill Penny Hardaway two guys that showed us a glimpse of what they could be Penny Hardaway with Shaq and Orlando carried his team to the finals uh, where they lost against Hakeem, Hakeem the Dream and the Houston Rockets Played some memorable games when Jordan came back from playing baseball. They showed Jordan the door. And he just looked like he was going to be a superstar. Very much like Magic Johnson as far as his height. Had much, had even better athletic ability. He seemed to be, like I said, just a, a protege of Magic Johnson. So 
sky was kind of the limit on him. He started off winning well, didn't win a championship like Mike, like Magic Johnson out of his uh, starting blocks, but he didn't have Kareem either. He had a young, unproven Shaquille O'Neal that turned out to be pretty great. And once again, he had a lot of knee injuries, leg injuries that held him up from realizing his full potential. Grant Hill was absolutely amazing out of the gate. Rookie of the year tied him and uh, Jason Kidd together. Um, he had a stellar, stellar uh, college career. That's one of the reasons why he uh, made the Hall of Fame, even though didn't have the pro career that it looked like it was going to be. He's and remember he got he ended up going to Orlando before that ankle injury took over, and he didn't get a chance to play for him really. But just imagine if he would have been healthy with T Mac at T Max Prime, those guys were going to do some major, major things. But he was the Scottie Pippen before his time. He could score a little better than Scottie Pippen. He was a triple-double machine. He was the original first, not the first, but he was he was a great point forward just like Scottie Pippen. Um, I'm not saying before Scottie Pippen. I apologize there. Scottie Pippen was before him. But he was just uber-talented. Um, next, you want to go to, uh, it said Drazen Petrovic. And yes, amazing shooter. Guy could put up 20 points per game. He was very young in the league. He ended up having a car accident and dying. Oh, and by the way, Grant Hill had ankle injury, ankle surgeries, man. He had like three or four surgeries in a row. He was never the same. Lost his explosiveness. Um, remember, he was very explosive when he was at Duke. And even when he first got in the league with Detroit. But Drazen Petrovic had a car accident, man. He was a great shooter. He had a very attack mentality. Um, almost like relentless, wanted to score. He was trying to make uh, Portland, New Jersey. He was a Croatian player, foreign player, obviously. And he was like he was gonna be pretty, pretty darn good. Uh, Brandon Roy is another name you hear. I don't know if he would have been in contention for the GOAT. Neither do neither, uh, Drazen Petrovic, but he possibly. Now, Brandon Roy did seem pretty aggressive and dominant for Portland. And it might just be my bias because when I think of Portland, I just think of a faraway team that... Never is going to win the championship. <laughs> I don't know why I think that. But the guy was the leader of the team as a young guy. Took full control. Took him to the playoffs. Played his heart out. And he's a hard player. I don't know if he had the athletic ability to go along with his mentality to make him a GOAT. But definitely could have been a, a Hall of Famer. Now, Keith, Hank Gathers is another name that's brought up. Hank Gathers in 1989... Led the college in scoring and rebounding. And he seemed like he was going to be pretty dominant. I think he had heart issues. That's why he fell out, ended up having a heart attack or a heart issue. And then he passed away fairly young. Um, but he seemed like he could have been a dominant you know, post player. But once again, he kind of has that limb bias thing going on where you just don't know. Because he didn't get a chance to go to, to perform in the NBA. So you just don't know what that would have been. Ralph Sampson was so dominant in Virginia. Just dominant. And he came in and he went to Houston. Houston actually had Akeem Olajuwon came right behind him. They had those two together. As very young players in the league, those two went to the championship. They beat the Lakers that had Kareem and Magic Johnson. And they went to the finals. They lost to maybe the best 
Celtics team ever with Bird, Parrish, McHale, uh, Dennis Johnson, Danny Ainge, those guys. But that may have been their best year, their strongest year. And actually, I'm wrong. I apologize. They lost to the 76ers, who they lost to. The 76ers, that's the 4-4-4 year. They dominated and they actually beat... Um, I'm doing so top. Man, fact, let me look it up. Let me not lie to you guys, because my it's at my age now. Um, let me just pull that up, because I, I, I now I gotta know. Let me let me let me Google that real quick. That's the luxury of technology. Who did Houston lose to in the finals with Ralph Sampson? It was the Boston Celtics. That's what I thought. I don't know why I got the four 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 team mistaken with them, but they did beat the Los Angeles Lakers. They lost to a great, great team in, 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 in uh, the Boston Celtics. And that was, like I said, their best team. And that was a young, prime, getting ready to become dominant, Hakeem Olajuwon. And Ralph Sampson was just amazing. I mean, uh, Ralph Sampson, let me pull Ralph Sampson for you guys because you know, sometimes we forget about him because he was such a dominant player. He was 7'4". He was almost uh, uh, in the paint Kevin Durant. He could shoot jumpers. He could move freely. I mean, he wasn't Kevin Durant like the pull-up from outside, but it wasn't many centers who could move out in the perimeter at that time, 1983, when he got drafted. And this guy could move. He was only 228 pounds, a 7'4". He was fluid. He dominated in college, had a great career in college. And he actually played 12 years in the pros, but he just was always injured, man. He played for the Houston Rockets, Golden State Warriors, Sacramento Kings, Washington Bullets. Um, then he played for some teams overseas, or some some under or some uh, some minor. Or he came as a coach against Jamie Madison, but he just was he he had four NBA All Stars from 1984 to 1987, and he won an All Star Game MVP in 1985. And he it seemed like sky was the limit. He was three time. College Player of the Year. You understand what I'm saying? Three-time College Player of the Year, 1981 and 1983, and he was dominant, man. He just his knees, and he just that happens to a lot of the tall big men, man. You know, because another guy to go into was Yao Ming. Now you might say, well, Yao wasn't all that. Yao was actually starting a pretty a pretty decent career, believe it or not. Yao was having a pretty decent career to start off his uh his career. Let me let me pull Yao up. See if I can see some of the statistics here, because a lot of people think a Yao was just the guy who who was losing the shack. But let me see, man. Yao got to the point where Yao played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven seasons in Houston. All right. He started off at 13.5, but he was, he was 22 point in 2005, 2006. He was 22.3. Then he went to 25 points next season, 22 again. If it wasn't for the injuries, man, he was only picking up. He had, you know, 25, I mean, 22.5 plus 10 rebounds a game. I mean, 25 and 10. Like, I mean, that's not, that's not bad statistics. And he was getting better. And he was paired with Tracy McGrady. If he could have stayed healthy, I mean, I'm looking at the amount of games he played. I mean, 48 games, 57 games, 55 games. If he could have played, he just he always had foot problems, man. And a lot, like I said, once again, foot injuries. With his height, his touch, his fluidness, he had the ability 
to do a lot more if he could have just stayed healthy. Now, would he have been the GOAT? I doubt it when you think of other centers like Kareem and Hakeem and Shaq. But you never know because health is the key to some of these guys getting the status that they get. Larry Johnson was a beast. Went to UNLV, came in, played with the Charlotte Hornets and the Knicks. And he just, his back, he just never, ever was had that explosiveness that he had when he was in college. Remember, that was the guy from Grandmama. Bernard King was a nonstop scorer. Bernard King was a beast. Bernard King had 60-point games and could score with the best of them. But once again, another guy went that. He had a potential. I don't know if to be the GOAT. Definitely all-star, a superstar. Um, Derrick Rose had potential, as we all know. He won MVP, the youngest guy ever to win MVP. He could have been amazing, amazing. Like, it, it's no it's no limit to what he could have done. But he's still playing now. But his explosiveness as a point guard, him and then Russell Wilson, Allen Iverson, he may have been the most explosive. If you pull up a Derrick Rose highlight film, it is absolutely amazing to watch what this guy could do, man. This guy could work physical miracles on the court. So... I don't know if he could have been the best point guard of all time. I don't know if his passing was ever up to par. I mean, but being so young, when the MVP carrying his team to the Eastern Conference Finals game against LeBron before he got injured, I mean, it was just to me, it was uh, it, it was it was it, it's a possibility because he was having the physical talent and tools. Sometimes all you need, if he could have just stayed healthy, but when you depend on those physical tools. That's kind of scary. So, I'm still right now leaning towards Lim Bias, but I got one. I think I was going to knock this, knock everything out the box. Let me just see if any other names that we want to say that to go on this list. Um, I see Bill Walton. He had a great start to his career and was hampered by injury. Greg Oden, we don't know what he would have been. He looked decent in college. I don't think he was dominant enough in college for us to say he would have been dominant in the pros. I believe he could have been a very great defender. When I think of some of the greatest ever as a GOAT, could he have been Akeem Olajuwon on the blocks tip? I don't know. Um, and then you can make the Hall of Fame by being a Ben Wallace. So, just all defense. So, he had a chance to possibly do that. We'll never know. He was always injured. They say Tracy McGrady. I think Tracy McGrady had a big clip of some great scoring. I don't know if he had complete dominance or is he ever near the GOAT conversation the best in the league maybe one of the best scores kind of like how you looked at Carmelo Anthony like one of the best scores I don't know if you looked at him as the best like you look at Kevin Durant as one of the best in the league plus the best score and Carmelo and T-Mac to me just were looked at to me as the best scores or possibly the best scores that's just once again my opinion um now where I want to go is and lastly and I think these two could have been the GOAT. These two I'm talking about is Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. And you may say, well, hey, they're always in a discussion, you know, top 10 of all time, things of that nature. But both of these guys' career got cut short. Magic, because of HIV, he had went to nine finals. He was a three-time MVP uh, MVP of the league. Um, he, he won five championships. And his career wasn't anywhere near over. He just made the finals before he had to retire. 
If he could have got a LeBron, a healthy LeBron, 15 years, 17 years, it's no telling. He might have went to four or five more finals. He might have won two or three more. He might have more than, than Michael Jordan for all we know. He might have won more MVPs of the league. Same thing with Larry Bird. Larry Bird bad gave out on him. Larry Bird went to, I believe Bird went to, I think it's six for me to how many finals uh, Bird went to. I don't want to lie to you and be incorrect, so let me get the correct information. How many NBA finals did Larry Bird go to? The luxury of Google, y'all. Let's see. Larry Bird, 12-time All-Star. And he had three consecutive Most Valuable Player of the Year awards. So he got it three times as well from 84 85 and 86 and he won three NBA championships two MVP two finals MVPs it's not telling me how many how many championships did he play in he played in 81 84 85 and 86 those are the ones he won uh well he won a bunch that's all I know and remember his career got cut short let me click on him I can tell you exactly what he did his career if, think about it if his career did not get the hick from French Lick. If his career did not get short, get cut short, it's no telling where he could have went. And you might say, well, he got to play from 1979 to 1992. That's correct. But he wasn't healthy the last two years of those uh, of his careers. It's a three-time NBA champion, you know, two-time MVP and Finals MVP, three-time Most Valuable Player of the Year, twelve-time All-Star. You know, NBA All-Star Game MVP, nine-time NBA First Team, like he was killing it. Rookie of the Year, All-Rookie Team, three, three-time Three-Point Champion, uh, AP Athlete of the Year. I mean, he, he did so many things he was doing. He was dominating throughout the league, but when his back went out, he was never the same. Just imagine if he got, and I keep saying a LeBron healthy, because it's one thing to play. It's another thing to be like LeBron. LeBron has, he's now getting some injuries now, you know, 16, 17 years into the league. But LeBron had a straight, healthy 15 years there. Where he was at peak health for 15 years, not missing any games, unless he wanted to take time off. Just imagine if Larry Bird or Magic Johnson had this, what would their statistics look like? So I want to say their careers got cut short, and they already in the GOAT conversation, and they would probably be at the top. They may have more championships than Jordan, and have kept Jordan from getting championships had they been healthy, had they not come down with disease, had they been able to keep playing at a high level like LeBron is able to play for a long time at a high level. So I'm going to go with Magic or LeBird would be the, the number one. I want to say Len Bias, but the, the, the gentleman on the line made a great point that we never saw him in the league. And it's just no guarantee that all that raw talent that played against Michael Jordan in college would have materialized in the NBA. We didn't get a sample size. We didn't get one year of it, six months of it, anything to see what he would have done. So we'll always think that, especially us on the East Coast that saw him play a lot. But... I'll go with Magic and Michael because even though I mean Magic and Magic and Bird because even though they played great and we know they were great, their careers still didn't get the full rotation like LeBron got a full solid 15 years, or like even like Kareem got a full 19 years of great play, and I think those guys if they got 15 years apiece, 
would have been above Jordan or just the same amount of time as Jordan a good 14 years straight I think they would have had to they be at the top with Jordan as the the GOAT and LeBron okay let me just add one last thing this is going to sound even crazier we're talking about people who had their career to cut short what about Michael Jordan granted some of that self-inflicted by leaving and so now he's in the conversation of greatest with LeBron James picture Jordan never leaving to go to baseball what if he wins two more championships there picture his GM in Chicago not ending the second 3 P by getting rid of Fiddle Jackson what if they won another two I mean, people can honestly believe Jordan could have won eight straight with the Chicago Bulls. And I'd go a step further saying that Jordan possibly could have won nine, maybe ten, if they went after that. He Granted, he was 36. He was going strong. It was still the best team in the league. It's no guarantee that they would have fell off the very next season. Or the season after. So, being that these are all hypotheticals anyway... Hypothetically speaking, Jordan could have made himself a bigger GOAT than what he already is by never leaving for baseball and grabbing possibly two more. And also, his GM never ending the second 3P and letting it continue. Possibly getting another one or two. What if Jordan had nine or ten straight championships and straight MVPs of the finals, then he'd be the super GOAT. It wouldn't be any question of LeBron's in his in his stratosphere. Just throwing it out there. So let me know what you guys think. Uh, who you think is the greatest of all time uh, that did not get a chance to do it because of injury, death, or what have you. So once again, it's your boy Roscoe Squeeze Off. Where else we're throwing in all things that matter. Dude riding around talking about sports and all things under the sun. And I'm the same Roscoe Squeeze Off from the show on the go podcast. So once again, Roscoe Squeeze, squeeze Off the podcast. Until next time, peace. <laughs>